Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Good morning. I'm especially excited to have as a guest on Reflect the Life You Want podcast this morning, Bob Berg, co-author of the Go-Giver series. Uh, Bob Berg, if you do not know some of his history, he's been successfully showing entrepreneurs for over 30 years, leaders and sales professionals, how to communicate their value, accelerate their referral business. And although for years he was best known for his sales classic, Endless Referrals, it's his business parable, The Go-Giver, co-authored with John David Mann that has really created a worldwide movement. And that's how I first got interested in what Bob's doing. While part of the four-book series, The Go-Giver itself has sold more than one million copies, been translated into 30 languages. It was rated number 10 on Inc. Magazine's list of the most motivational books ever written and was on HubSpot's 20 most highly rated sales book of all time. So I've got a copy of The Go-Giver with me here. Bob, we've uh, swapped messages a little bit uh, through LinkedIn and other things. How influential your book, The Go-Giver, was on me. And I first became aware of it through a fellow Homes for Heroes real estate affiliate around the country. Then it was reinforced when I was going through uh, Larry... Um, Kendall's Ken oh. Ninja Selling. Yeah, Ninja you, Selling. Oh, yeah. You that's know a, Larry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're, they're the best. So I was impacted by it in a significant way. I shared it with my co-author, Maria Spears. We're working on the Mirror Book Project. In turn, shared it with other people in the women community. I think the most prolific acceleration of expanding your audience locally was a friend of a friend who owns a real estate firm in town gave a copy to every one of her agents, so over 200 people, wow. and she wrote a handwritten note talking about the principles of the go-giver and how impactful that can be in business. So I'll just wow. let you open up, you know, the ideas for this you and John David had. Talk about how this came about and how does this apply in life and how can we apply it in our jobs and our lives to be successful? Well, you know, it came about because I had a book out years ago. You were kind enough to mention Endless Referrals, Network Your Everyday Contacts into Sales. That was basically a how-to book to, to share with entrepreneurs and salespeople who knew they had a great product or service. They knew it brought tons of value to others, but they perhaps didn't have the confidence to be able to uh, go out into their local communities and develop the kinds of relationships with people that would lead to people wanting to do business with them directly uh, or and or refer them to others. So that was really a, a how-to book. But I'd always read business parables and always enjoyed them because parables, which are stories, I think they connect on a deeper level, right? They, stories connect on a heart-to-heart -heart level. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could take the basic premise of endless referrals, which is that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust, and put that into parable form. So, mm -hmm. you know, the easy part was was coming up with the title because uh, it was easy to ask the question, what is the basic essence of those people who are able to very, both quickly and sustainably 
create those know, like, and trust relationships. And it's that they're givers. They're always looking for ways. Their focus is on giving value to others. That's who they are. It's what they do. And they're very successful as a result. So we called it the go-giver. But the, the, you know, the, the best thing, Tim, that I did for this book was asking John David Mann, who at the time was the editor-in-chief of a magazine I used to write a monthly column for, uh, asking him to be the lead writer and storyteller because he's a he's a magnificent author, magnificent writer. I'm a I'm a how-to guy. I'm step by step, you know, one step one, step two, step three. In other words, I'm boring. Okay, John is a great writer, and uh, and so uh, fortunately he said yes to it, and so we collaborated, and that's really where where it came about. the The premise of the Go Giver is simply that shifting your focus, and and I think this is the key shifting your focus from getting to giving. And when we say giving in this context, we simply mean constantly and consistently providing immense value to others, understanding that doing so is not only a more fulfilling way of conducting business, it's the most financially profitable way as well. Uh, not for some way out there, woo-woo type of magical, mystical reasons, not at all. It's actually very logical. It's very rational. When, when you're that person who can take your focus off of yourself and instead place it on, on solving other people's challenges, helping people get what they want, helping people to, to get closer to happiness, right? Uh, people feel good about you. People, they want to get to know you. They like you. They trust you. They want to be in relationship with you. They want to do business with you if that's appropriate for what they need. And they definitely want to tell others about you. Yes. Yeah, as uh, my mantra for my real estate business is the acrostic home, helping others means everything. And mm. I think when I first uh, read your book, that just so resonated with me and how I think, and I'm a Homes for Heroes realtor, so I'm giving back a portion of my uh, commission to anybody that serves in a local community or observed our nation in the military. So oh, the principles nice of, of giving were just so profound and deep. It's like, you know, there's something here in the way that you and John David put it into terms it was so relatable. So I started sharing it with other people. Thank you. And one of the things that really struck me the most uh, once we got into it, as me and my co-author, Maria Spears of the Mirror Book, was the fifth law, which was the one she and I both kind of struggled a little bit on. Uh, but I think you said it really appropriately recently. You know, the law of receptivity is that as a go-giver, somebody on the other side has got to be able to receive, right? Yeah, and and by the way, just so you know, you and Maria know, it, it, it that's the fifth law is the toughest one for practically everyone. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's really because of the messages we receive from the world around us about prosperity, about money, about about abundance, about business. They're not mixed messages. They're basically very negative messages. Yeah. And it's no wonder that that people. Um, take in these messages from the time they're little kids, you know, from a, a combination of upbringing, environment, schooling, news media, television shows, movies, where the messages are are just, you know, awful when it comes to, you know, when it comes to to uh, prosperity. So, 
it, it makes a lot of sense in, in that way. It's, uh, it, it's irrational, but it's, uh, as Dan Ariely wrote in his book, uh, Predictably Irrational, it's, uh, it's predictable that, it's the, that that would be the case. Now, so when we talk about the law of receptivity, indeed, uh, you know, the, we say the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. And really, you know, Tim, this means nothing more than understanding that, yes, you breathe out and you also have to breathe in. Breathe in. It's not one or the other, right? We breathe out carbon dioxide. We breathe in oxygen. We breathe out, which is giving. We breathe in, which is receiving. Now, Despite the messages we get from the world around us, giving and receiving, and this is what you were alluding to so expertly, giving and receiving are not opposite concepts. Giving and receiving are simply two sides of the very same coin, and they work together in tandem. Now, what we, we know, because this is universal law, this is economic law, it's, 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 uh, it's the, the law of life, the giving comes first. We, we plant before we harvest. Right? We sow before we reap. We give before we receive. We know this. And that's why John David Mann and I say that money is simply an echo of value. Right, Money is an echo of value. It's the thunder, if you will, to values lightning, which means nothing more than that the value needs to be the focus. The value comes first. The money you receive is simply a very natural result of the value you provide. So when we can put it in that perspective, right? And we know we first focused on that value, we've earned the right to receive. Then it's just a matter of gratefully accepting that. Yeah, I think the uh, the stretch oftentimes for us and for myself is my own sense of my self-worth. Right. And being feel like I'm worthy of receiving that sure. challenges. And I think one, one of your guests on one of your podcasts, uh, the go giver way was around this idea that, you know, people are, have a tough time asking for referrals, even though they're extremely successful and very, very, very good at what they do. But just this reluctance to, they've created that value. They've yeah. created that substantial relationship they have and they're worthy of it, but they don't feel like they can ask for it. Tim, I have found, and, and I mean, I, I've been fortunate to speak to some of the groups of the, the top producers in the world. Yeah. And I will tell you, most of, even ones who, who do receive referrals, they have an issue with asking for them. Yeah. It's the most amazing thing. So, it, it's, so you know, I, I like people to know who feel that same way, uh, just to understand it's very natural. To feel that way. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stay with that. That doesn't mean you have to stay there. No, we should we should get to the point where we feel very comfortable asking for referrals. And there are, I think, two main aspects to that. One, it is recognizing, as you said, recognizing our worthiness. It's not like we're asking for a favor. We're going to do a great service for someone who this referral source cares about. Yeah. So we're going to provide great value. The other thing is we need to know how to ask. 
in such a way. Because a lot of times people will just say, hey, do you know anyone who or who do you know who? And the person will think about it and they'll think about it and they'll think and they'll say, well, I can't think of anybody right now, but when I do, I'll call you or I'll let you know. And we know that that never happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, it, and it's not that person's fault for not being able to come up with names. The way they were asked didn't, didn't create the environment for them to be able to successfully come up with names. And so what happens is the salesperson has that experience and they do that a few times and they get the same, I'll let you know, and it never happens. I say, ah, well, you know, it, referrals don't work or, you know, something like that. No, it's a matter of understanding how to do it correctly. And so like anything else, when we have the system and I define a system as simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how-to principles, right? The key yeah. being predictability. If it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired result of B, you know all you need to do is A and you'll get the desired result of B. Uh, when you can do that and utilize a system and you see it working, now you've got that confidence to know that when you do it, there's no guarantee, of course, that things don't work every single time, but that you know that you increase the odds greatly in your favor. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just thinking about, you know, the theme of the mirror book, uh, the acrostic reflect and the L chapter is love yourself, which gets at that idea of self-worth mm -hmm. and let others know that you love them. Mm -hmm. So for me and how I create that environment where I receive referrals, I'm very intentional about investing in the relationships that I have on an ongoing basis. So it's, it's not like or they bought or sold a house and it's the transaction done. I tell people up front, it's like, look, we're going to go through this process together. At the end of it, we're going to be friends. And if I do a good job, you're going to tell everybody you know that Tim's a great realtor, but he also gives back through Homes for Heroes. But we do things throughout the year to celebrate uh, and show appreciation for those relationships that we have. And that creates that environment where People want to bring other people to you uh, to say thank you for the great job that you've done because you have created value. You're worthy of receiving that referral. Yeah. So exactly. that's, that's a way that I relate to what you're talking about as it relates to uh, my business and also uh, some of the principles Maria Spears and I are writing about in the mirror book. So you, um, you had a chance to see that the theme of that book uh, a little bit was there any one area that really resonated for you in your life and things that you're working on? Like, you know, you're working on this, the Go-Giver way and the Go-Giver Success Alliance community. When you think about what you're trying to do with that and kind of take that worldwide, what are some of the key principles that you're trying to create in that culture, not only um, here in the United States, but around the world? Well, I mean, I think it's getting the message out that that the best way to do business, both in terms of how you feel about yourself personally and and the results, is to to take that focus off yourself and place it on others. I think we need to be internally motivated, but outwardly focused. Okay. And you know, when we talk about law number three, the the law of influence, which says your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first, you know that can be very uh, mis that can be misinterpreted, right? Yeah, what yeah. you know, 
And, and so I, I always like to clarify that when we say place the other person's interests first, we're not talking about being a doormat or a martyr or self-sacrificial in any way. Absolutely not at all. It's simply understanding, as Joe, the protege in the story, uh, learned from several of the mentors, the golden rule of business, of sales, of networking, what have you, is that, as we discussed earlier, all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. But Tim, here's the thing, and I know you know this, the, 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 the fastest, the most powerful, the most effective way to elicit those feelings toward you in others is to genuinely move from an I focus or me focus, it's all about me, right, to an other focus. Looking to, as, as Sam, one of the mentors in the story, advised Joe, make your win all about the other person's win. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. Yeah. And it needs to come from, a, uh, from an authentic place. It needs to be heart-centered. And, uh, you know, and, I, and here's the thing. I believe most entrepreneurs and salespeople find this part very congruent with their values. Because you know, most of us, I think we've been built uh, to want to know that we're making a difference, Absolutely. right? Very few people just get in sales to make a lot of money. But money's important, okay? It's the means of exchange that allows us to, to fulfill our values and so forth. But absolutely. But, but that's not the main reason why. Most people get into sales or entrepreneurship or do something because they want to express their values. They want to, ex they want to make the world a better place. As John and I say in The Go-Giver Influencer, they want to nudge the world forward. Yeah. As entrepreneurs and salespeople, we do this through our businesses. Mainly, yeah. you know, I mean, the other ways too, but, but we, we, we express this through our, our businesses. And so, you know, most people, I, I don't know of a, of, of a realtor who I've done business with who hasn't really just wanted that family to feel great about this home that they're getting. And the memories they're going to create with their with their children, and how they're right, you know, or or when helping someone to successfully sell their home, they want to help that person get the best price they can with the least aggravation in the least amount of time. They want to help that person navigate through the process. They, you know, what I'm saying. They have a a, a desire to make life better for others, and as a result, they get paid a very healthy fee, which they should. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, um, it's the thing I find that I focus on most with clients. It's not so much about, um, uh, the house or the transaction or anything. It's like getting in sync with what are their dreams? Mm -hmm. What is it that they're, what is this home that they're going to be purchasing the features and the benefits and location? What is that leading toward? Uh, what uh, is that going to create for them in their life, with their family? What are they going to experience in the community? How does that create a space to invite friends and family? So it's really more about what's this dream that they have and how do I help them achieve their dreams? Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of the mindset and the approach. And I really, you know, we talked about ninja selling and Larry Kendall before. You know, that's really a, a way of thinking about doing business that mm -hmm. I picked up from that. Oh, that yeah. Just like, you know, the principles of the go-giver is, is a mindset in the how we do business. But we talk about it in the man's school and the woman's school, Maria Spears and I, is what's our contribution? 
what's the impact that I'm going to make on my client in terms of how do I show up? How do I serve them? How do I create mm -hmm. value for them? What's the impact it's going to make on them? Because that's going to create that relationship and that dynamic that they're yeah. going to want to tell everybody else about us and those endless referrals as you've uh, spoken eloquently yeah. about all these years. Well, they're going to want to be your personal walking ambassador. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're talking about yeah so um tell us more about the um the community that you're yep. trying to create and what's that look like how do people get plugged into that and how do they experience that if they want to become a part of that they want to learn more and they really want to drive their business to embody the principles that you and john david write about yeah so the Go-Giver Success Alliance, uh, which my business partner, Kathy Tejanel, and I um, put together and have been running now for, for several months, uh, it is a, we, it, it's a membership, an online membership community, but really it's a mentorship community. But, you know, I always say I'm not the mentor. I am, I am simply the uh, facilitator because we have so many successful people in this group that uh, the mentoring goes back and forth. I mean, people have questions and there are always really successful people who answer and they come from different fields. So what's good about it is there are people that, uh, you know how when you have a, an, an issue and you, you discuss it with people only in your own field, everyone's come at, coming at it from the same premise and so forth. Well, when you're in different fields, you come at it from a whole different way of looking at it. It, it, and it's really helpful, but really we get together online and we, uh, we all learn together, we discuss, we strategize, we collaborate, and really we just build powerful, powerful relationships with one another. And uh, it really, the, the goal is, of this is to help our members get to their next level of financial success and personal fulfillment. And it's just a just a fantastic group. So yeah, if anyone's interested, they if they go to Berg B U R G dot com and they scroll down a little bit, they'll see uh, a, a photographic of a few people having coffee at Rachel's uh, famous coffee house, which you'll recognize from the book. If you haven't read the book, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't make any sense. But that <laughs> but uh, they'll see. Then they just click on that, and it will take them to more information. Absolutely. Well, it's something I definitely want to check out and uh, learn more about and see if I can't get plugged into that community. So one thing I always ask my guests, Bob, as it relates back to the Reflect the Life You Want in the Mirror Book is, and within the context of those um, kind of sub-chapters or sub-themes of the different chapters of the book is, what is it you right now in your life that you're focused on to reflect the life that you want to have for yourself and that you want to create? Well, I think that's such a wonderful question. And in a sense, it always goes back to what your values are. And, you know, I, when it comes to, to happiness, for example, there are, to me, two definitions. There's the dictionary definition, which is the mental feeling of well-being. And that's something we all strive for, consciously or unconsciously, okay, the, the mental feeling of well-being. I personally define happiness as a genuine and ongoing feeling of joy and peace of mind, the result of living congruently with one's values, okay? Yeah. So when we start from that premise, then we say, okay, so what are we, 
Um, what are we doing to reflect on that? As and, and I love that you and Maria asked that because it's just such a wonderful, thought-provoking question. Okay, so you know, mine is really about. I think I'm an encourager. I think I was put on earth to encourage. <laughs> and, You're an encouragement to me. No, well, thank you. And, you know, I always noticed my dad when, when, when dealing with others, and I always said my dad had the greatest natural people skills I'd, I'd ever seen. That's because he was genuinely interested in others, and he always wanted to make people feel genuinely good about themselves. And so, really, I think as an encourager, I'm just carrying on my dad's legacy. Okay, so yeah. everything I do, so I'm always studying uh, uh, human nature. I'm, I'm always thinking, trying to learn more. I'm discussing, trying to find out where I'm wrong and how I can improve and all that. So I would say in answer to the question, uh, that's what I'm wor working on. I'm working on my ability to better understand others so that I can be a source of encouragement to them. That's awesome. Uh... And I think uh, that's a great way to live and a great way to look out for um, others. And, you know, in the, uh, the mirror book, the second chapter, which is the first E of the acrostic reflect, it's the, we talk about each day to be grateful. And Maria is especially strong at this in that, you know, just we, we have the tendency to write out every day things that we're grateful for because mm -hmm. we feel like the more we focus on what we're grateful for, Mm -hmm. And we start to see more things to be grateful for, and then it starts to bring more things into our life to yeah. then in turn have more gratitude towards. Absolutely. So I see you uh, um, in that. And I was thinking about a, a, a friend of ours here locally that jumped on LinkedIn and was talking about me, and he made reference to uh, your book yesterday, David Hamill. Oh, yeah. And he is such nice an one. encourager and edifier. And behind the scenes, uh, and Rob and Matt, who are here with Signal Fire Media, would know, He'll just send out messages to people, you know, and just let you know, hey, I'm thinking about you, you know, <laughs> you know just speaking encouraging words over your life, whether he knows there's something specifically that's going on in your life. But he's just such an encourager and an edifier, and I've seen that impact me personally, and I know other guys that uh, we have mutual friendships with, and we're just so grateful that there's someone in our life that is very intentionally and consistently seeking out the good and speaking into your life positive things for you. So I got I that feeling about him just, that. yeah, I got that feeling about him just, just reading a couple of those, uh, his posts and the, yeah. the comments back to him and so forth. He, he definitely came across that way. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just a, a genuineness and authenticity there that is just so refreshing. Hmm. And, uh, I find that you're that way as well. So, Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, um, so we've talked about what you're reflecting or working on to reflect the life you want. If there's any one principle, whether it be something from the go-giver or some of the other concepts that we've spoken about in terms of reflect the life you want, that you would encourage someone else to consider that's wanting to you know, make this positive uh, progress or journey towards whatever that ultimate state is that they want to get to, what would that be? Well, I would say to start with really determining your values, your highest values, not, you know, not the ones that, that people say you should have or not the ones you've been told you should have or even the ones you think you should have. 
right. but the actual ones you have, the, the values that you just are so committed to in your heart, in your mind, the ones that you just feel good about having and that it works for you. That yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. to really first get right with that. Yeah. Then from there, now, how do you work on that? How do you, now that, that comes more naturally because you've got the premise uh, established. Yeah, we, uh, Maria Spears and I, in both the Mirror Book and then in our coaching within the Woman's School and the Man's School, we talk about this idea of what sets your soul on fire. You know, what is that passion, that unique mm -hmm. calling that is within you that gets you fired up about getting up the day and go do whatever it is you do, because that's generally probably where you need to be serving mm -hmm. or helping others, because that's going to be where your greatest level of contribution that's is. That's right. Yes. So I want to echo what you said there, Bob, very much so. I try to operate from a place of what are my core values and how do I live my life in a way that reflects what I want to reflect out into the world. So that's cool. Well, tell us and everybody who's listening today, if we want to learn more about The Go-Giver Way, we want to get one of your fabulous books in the book series with you and John David Mann, or we want to learn more about the um, Go-Giver Success Alliance community, what's the best way for people to connect with you and all the great things that you have going on? Best way is just to go to Berg, and that's spelled B-U-R-G dot com. And pretty much everything's right there on the website. Just scroll down. There's there's information on how to read chapters of, and excerpts of any of the books that you'd like. And then you can always decide to click through to the ones that you'd like to uh, to purchase on Amazon or wherever you'd like. The Go-Giver Success Alliance is there as well as my uh, blog and a whole bunch of different resources. So we welcome people to check out Berg.com. Yeah, and we'll, we'll make a point of putting links in the show notes for all those... Uh places where people can link into uh, the Go-Giver Way and the Go-Giver Success Alliance and everything that you guys have written and what you're sharing with the world. So thank you. I just want to thank you so much today, Bob, for being with us. You know, the ideas of giving and creating exceptional value that are such a part of the Go-Giver book series. And you talk about it in terms of stratospheric success. You know, I always <laughs> see your messages. You're always ending in that way. And I just think, wow, that is such a cool way to think about whatever we're doing in life, just, just to create these incredible stratospheric successful results. So I appreciate you so much for being with us today so our listening audience can hear a little bit more about the Go-Giver Way and all the great things that you have going on. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us. And uh, until next time, this has been Reflect the Life You Want with Bob Berg and a Go-Giver Way. <laughs>